Hello, 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 guys. Welcome back to the pod. It's been 978,000 days since we last recorded an episode. <laughs> but we're back. Um, where do we begin? I mean, take it away. Like, where do we begin? Where Where do we begin? We begin by giving an update. What's the tea? Who is Luis now? <laughs> what is it? I mean, what has changed? I don't think anything's changed since uh, the last time you guys heard from me. Um, same old, same old nothing exciting i mean what what's up with you i'm I'm, we've saw each other like a couple days ago so that was fun we did um what's up with me i mean i think last time we talked last time we uploaded something i announced my sister was pregnant luisa and i just saw each other at my sister's baby shower she's having a boy life is good life is good (laughs) is it no just kidding life is great you guys we're just gonna dive right in because there's a lot to talk about so in this episode we're gonna be recapping real houses of salt lake city real houses of potomac um before we dive right in what do you make of the season i know we started off a little bit late you guys wanted to start off the beginning of the season but things were happening and that's just the way it goes but uh what do you think so far of the season of each show so far of both seasons i feel like they're starting off at a good pace salt lake city is a little bit more unhinged I mean, yeah, crazy white bitches, of course, they're going to be more unhinged. But Potomac (laughs) is actually at a really good pace. Um, I feel like a lot has happened in just three episodes. But it's been good. I'm not bored. I will say Beverly Hills, I had to stop watching because I couldn't I couldn't function with that show anymore. I haven't even watched (laughs) the reunions. I mean, you're not missing out. It's just the same old crazy Rina, Kathy being annoying. Like, it's just a bunch of bullshit. Um, no, yeah. Garcelle being mistreated. It's just triggering to watch. I can't watch it. It really is. I watch it. I say it all the time because I, like, hate watch that show because when it comes to, like, Atlanta, Potomac, you enjoy it. It's funny. It's shady. Yes, it's haha, whatever. But, like, I saw this tweet recently saying that all of us are just being gaslit every single episode because Beverly Hills, just the way these women act and the things they say, it's just, it's a lot. It's triggering. It's triggering. Yes. That's the best way to describe it. But um, let's talk about the white bitches that we actually do like to watch. Um, Salt Lake City. I'm not going to give a run through a rundown of what happened in the first, what, three, four episodes. But um, a bunch of fighting, a bunch of nonsense. We pick up with Whitney and Heather fighting over basically who's a liar and who's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And the question at hand is, did Lisa blow someone for courtside jazz <laughs> tickets? And what is and your answer? And if so, why? And if so, why? Like... <laughs> I mean, honestly, do you believe this or is this just petty bullshit? Um, do I believe it? No, I feel like Lisa Barlow's a lot of things, but I don't think she's that because she made it like she doesn't look like a dick sucker. She looks more like an anal girl. (laughs) No, she just if she made fun of or she didn't make fun of. But if she like brought up Meredith's things, I don't think she would do that because she would know people would judge her. She's very judgy. Well, you know what they say: people who oh, have the most, like your deflecting, most to say, most or to, yes, your exactly. That's true. So I don't know, but uh, do I believe it? Mm, I don't believe it. Um, Jen brings in her makeup artist after all that fighting. She brings in a uh, crystal pussy to teach them how to twerk, <laughs> and I love how chaotic this show is because as much as they fight, you can end the scene with like twerking and and it bonding over ass shaking. Exactly. Um, next we have Whitney and her half sister and half brother. I I hate to be that person, but something about her storyline this season, one plus one is not equaling two. I don't know. It's it's shady. It's not that for me. Honestly, it's not that for me. It's not that I don't believe it because I do. Everybody's trauma is going to be different. Everybody's story is going to be different. It's more there was something up with the scene. 
I'm gonna be honest with you. There was something just like they were jumpy. I don't know if it's because they were in front of the camera. I was like, are we drunk? Like, what's happening? Like, is Whitney still drunk from last night? And <laughs> why does she seem like she's slurring her words? Why does she seem like she's she's like these? This is my half brother and my half. Like, are we being held at gunpoint right now? What is happening? Okay, and the re- let me just I guess not defend myself, but let me explain myself. The reason why I say I don't one hundred percent buy it mm-hmm. is that I did see this was before. I think the trailer even came out. I saw a tip, which I know you guys are like, oh, tips aren't they don't Oops, mean shit. Yeah, they're fake, yeah. whatever. I saw a tip saying that. It said something like along the lines of on this upcoming season of uh, upcoming season of Salt Lake City, one of the housewives will be discussing trauma and the reason why she's talking about it now as opposed to season one, two or or season one or two is because mm-hmm. her father, who I feel like it's alleged, but I feel like she's kind of hinting at the fact that it is a father who brought uh but she can't exactly abuse, say it, but she yeah. can't say it. And the reason basically the reason why she's talking about it now is because her father's not around, therefore he can't explain or defend himself. And again, I don't want to seem like a horrible person. It's just something is shady. Like, I'm not 100%. If she did, in fact, and I'm just a horrible person, go through everything that she said she did, then I, like, I'm sorry. And I hope that she finds peace and love. And she comes, like, to terms with everything. Because, okay, in the scene, we see her talk to her siblings. And what my siblings did find weird was the fact that all it took for her to kind of, quote, unquote, overcome this or get through it was... Her brother saying, you know, if it doesn't um, something like if it doesn't serve you service or if it is if it does nothing for you, just let it go. And she's like, you're right. I can let it go. And then she's magically I don't want to say the word cured, but she all of a sudden she's like happy now. Like, yes, you I, hit it on the nose for me. No, you hit it on the nose for me. I just thought it was so weird that she's like and then later she's like weaponizing this trauma against all the women and basically being like, oh, that's why I was like, you know, calling you a liar last night because of this. And it's like. One plus one does not equal two. Like what? <laughs> apples and yeah. oranges. And here's the thing: apples and I, oranges. I guess I. It's like hard to speak on it because one, I, because We're I can't relate to her it. exactly. Yeah. I don't know exactly what she's feeling, but at the same time, it's like I've seen time and time again with reality TV shows, someone goes through something difficult and they act out, and I'm like, is it? Are you acting out because of the camera? But like, I don't know. I feel like when you go through something horrible. I don't know. Do you tend to lash out and you you try to bring that horrible feelings onto others? I don't know. I just, the whole scene was just so weird. I felt like all three of them were very jumpy. All three of them were very like, like, are we drinking right now? Are you, <laughs> are you okay? Is it because it's your first time on camera? Like your sisters, but they were, they were very touchy, but I understand because it's like the first time that they saw each other, but I was just like, yeah, I, I don't want to laugh. I'm laughing because I'm uncomfortable because it did like the scene did low key. Like it did make me feel uncomfortable. No, like seemed- what is happening? Like they were being held hostage and they were being forced <laughs> to talk. That's how I took it. And Whitney still seemed drunk from the night before. Yeah, I think she consumed so much alcohol that her body, like she didn't get any she rest. Was still, let's be it was still seeping out of her pores. She woke up. The room was probably still spinning. But uh, again, Whitney, if you went through that, I'm sorry. Find peace. because no, yeah. We want happiness for you. Um, Je- going from that to Jen, Jen tells the girls that she's got to go to New York. She talks oh about God. how she has no issue and, you know, I'm innocent. I'm innocent, which, spoiler, mm-hmm. she's not. She's not. Um, she's like guilty. Whitney gets back and she says that she wants something to do with Heather, which, again, it brings me back to if I'm in so much pain, I'm hurting so much, you can be a bitch. Well, like, you can be a bitch and you can be hateful and spiteful well, like, through that. I don't get like, it. Like, we understand why, why you're acting out, but it's not an excuse for why you, like, like, we understand the reason behind it. But you still shouldn't act like that because 
no one else is responsible for what you're going through except for your like for helping you go through what you're going through except for yourself and people can't help you unless you want to be helped exactly and i feel like she's trying to take it out on heather and um I don't know for the I haven't been on social media for Salt Lake City, so I don't know if for the unpopular opinion or for the popular opinion or me myself. Like I'm team Heather. No, for sure. It's like 90, 90 percent Heather, 10 percent Whitney. Like, I just don't see like I sympathize with Whitney, but I just don't see how people could be taking Whitney's side. Yeah, it's it's a whole lot. They have a yeah. group hug moment and they send her off and it's you guys, you can cancel me now. <laughs> I, I feel for Jenny. Is she a horrible person? Yeah, yes. probably. <laughs> Did, Did she, she do defraud a lot things? of people? <laughs> yes. Should she be punished? Absolutely. Like, yes. All that to say is something about this season. I mean, it's only four episodes in, but you guys, if you guys can throw it back to season one, when the way I just talk shit and drag Jen, something mm-hmm. about, and other people have talked about this on podcasts and like social media that something about Jen and something about Erica. For some reason, you feel bad for Jen in a way while she's the one who actually committed, the, mm-hmm. uh, committed you know, she committed a crime as opposed to Erica, who is just associated to it. Like, why is that? Why do you think that? I is? think because, well, number one, I feel like because Erica's a white woman. Um, but number two, I think it's because even though Jen, spoiler alert, even though she's not she's not innocent, um, she still shows sympathy. Like she understands that what happened was wrong so she like says it over and over like even though she says she did nothing wrong she she expresses sympathy i think yeah because i think also and the fact erica that, does not and i think it has also, also has to do with the fact that jen has her family and she brings up her family a lot and i yes. i don't want to say this is like strategic because i'm sure she realizes at the back of her head during confessionals i'm talking about how i'm innocent but deep down i know i'm guilty yes. and i'm gonna be you know i'm gonna be spending time away from my kids and my, my yes. husband so it's just it's all hitting hard and i hate to say it but <laughs> if we rank these ladies lisa is at the bottom of the barrel and jen is somehow above her even though well, lisa hasn't done anything wrong really can we talk about the bravo con of it all like how she was uninvited from bravo oh god so if we break it down real quick apparently she was not invited to her what is it her invitation was rescinded after she pled guilty Andy said it and then she crashed the party with tamra or something i don't like but can we talk about the double standard because they waited for Teresa to get out of jail to continue filming her i mean you know how i feel about her can do I think that they would wait for Jen to get out of jail to continue filming? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> because that bitch is going away for like 10 years. So they're not people. Wait people it's funny. It's like awful to say it's funny, but people are like, I love the. F- I hate the fact that I'm kind of standing uh, Jen. This is on Twitter. People are like, I hate the fact that I'm I hate Me. the fact that I'm standing Jen, even though I won't see her till Real Houses of Salt Lake City season 13. I'm like, bye. You guys are too much. No, I it's I'm not team Jen by any means because i know that she's like gonna emotionally manipulate these women throughout the season and be like no i'm innocent i'm innocent and then in the end she pleads guilty but we don't know what leads up to that maybe maybe something else is a factor in that you know um but i will say like part of me even knowing the outcome i'm like why why would you take her away why would you take her away from listen a lot of people have called her trash me included and Bottom line, if you do something horrible, if you commit crimes, you will be punished and you should be punished, you know, especially if you're someone rich, like exactly like girl, you're going to be made an example of 
Where, what, what did uh that one lady in uh Jersey say? She's like clink clink. clink Sorry, clink. you gotta go. Okay, next we have okay, the ladies go out to dinner, and of course it's just the four of them. Can we talk about how they didn't acknowledge the fact that racist Jenny isn't on the show? I hate that we were talking about her, but like, from what I had heard, I thought they were I, I had read it. somewhere. Yeah, I read that like cameras were rolling the- when they saw that the messages and stuff of her being racist a Facebook post, but I guess they don't want to include Maybe. it all. I don't know. Fingers crossed I touch upon it on the reunion. But Maybe. knowing Andy and the way Beverly Hills is gone, who knows? <laughs> exactly. So they go out to dinner and they start talking about Meredith starts telling a story about how she lived in Arizona for some time. Um, and she be like she starts getting sad because obviously her father has passed away mm-hmm. the previous year. And you could tell that like in Salt Lake City and I would say a lot of the other franchises that when something horrible and something terrible happens like that like the first oh i don't want to say like the the facade or like the fakeness like everything just goes away and they're mm-hmm. real humans i mean what did you make of the story about her and like talking about her father like you can tell I she's thought- obviously still her it's fresh yes and it kind of brought me back okay i'm so hurt by her and lisa not being friends anymore because i felt like they had a really nice friendship and so when jen left earlier that episode and they hugged each other i was like oh like that's sweet that meredith even though she was mad at lisa and she made a big deal about being mad at lisa she still reached out to her and said i know you're upset go take your nap go go rest and then watching her tell her story and lisa being able to like reach across the table and like you know sympathize with her i felt like that was nice and it was nice to see whitney and heather too like kind of even though last season they were in a good place with her but like looking back at first season they weren't that in a good place with her. Yeah. so it was nice to see that they could all be like oh meredith like we're so sorry because any other franchise i feel like would i hate saying this word like they would weaponize it like they'd be like oh my god like let's take that and like run with it like yeah oh she said about her daddy like we're gonna take that <laughs> and i feel like these ladies actually stopped and listened spoiler alert whitney kind of like ruined it (laughs) i mean she kind of like uh this is what i mean by like i i don't know if it's because it's they're just so great at putting on because you know a lot of these women i feel like they do put on for the camera either it's that or it's just their energy is just so chaotic that it makes her great tv yes but um whitney then uh, of course whitney then ruins a dinner she talks about how she's hurt that heather isn't there for her of course this is when heather's in the restroom she pops back up and she pops off she's like listen i never said that i never heard it why are you trying to hurt someone and i love the fact that whenever lisa you guys know i love to hate on lisa because lisa just <laughs> she's just a horrible housewife in my opinion she's just fake um she's that's all i get i get she reeks of bullshit um they start talking about it they bring it up once twice of course the second they say uh no, I never heard, you know, I never heard her. I never heard her blows blow jaw. And she's like, you guys, not, like, can we talk about how fake she is? Like, you guys probably listening are like, get over it. Like, it's not that deep. But do you her... feel what I feel like? She's just not authentic in any scene. I love the way that you're like, she's not a good housewife. When in my opinion, even though I don't like her, I feel like she's that's like, what makes a good housewife. She's, that's what makes a good housewife is that she's not authentic. <laughs> what makes me laugh is her crying face because I don't know if she's laughing. Okay, and I'm like, why same. is she laughing? She's like, you guys, I already told you that that does not. But like, she looks like she's smiling. And it's so funny because it's like, I'm sorry, I was laughing because they were arguing back and forth. And then Heather, Heather makes me laugh because she's so, I don't know what 
what to like what to name it but I think it's funny because like Heather's like oh well I'm sorry I'm sorry that Lisa blew somebody for Utah Jazz and that I think she's a smart girl she knows exactly what the fuck she's doing she's like sticking it to her without sticking it to her so we love that for her um what was I gonna say (laughs) something about Meredith um oh since we kind of glossed over the fact that you know uh, Meredith and Lisa are still you know at odds they're still fighting what I what I don't like I guess seeing on social media is when people what the people basically from? saying like Meredith needs to just get over it like Lisa you know was her and that's why she talked shit but to me as a Meredith stan and you know as someone with a brain I don't understand why Meredith holding her accountable and basically saying yeah is Meredith a little you know too much does she do a lot by saying you know how you know that impression that Heather did of her she's like when you meet with your therapist like yeah it's a little much but why is it bad that Meredith is holding her feet to the fire? If that was her quote unquote best friend of 10 years. Exactly. Why is it so wrong that Meredith, you know, wants her to do better and to learn from this and grow from it and just take accountability? I don't know. Exactly. And I think it would be different if Lisa hadn't like deflected. Like I only said it because I heard you were talking shit about my house. <laughs> like, <What>? ma'am. <laughs> Apples to oranges again, apples to oranges. Like, I feel like Meredith probably feels like Miss Girl. Maybe if you were just like, if you just sincerely apologize, like from the bottom of your heart, it would be different. But I feel like because Lisa didn't do that, Meredith, Meredith doesn't feel vindicated. Yeah, it just her apologies, like Andy says, it's not landing. Get it together. I don't see them being besties again anytime soon. But to wrap up this dinner, they they're popping off of course bad weather is even worse um heather says that winnie made this trip about her and not about jen winnie pops off saying heather hurt her she was her one person that she could trust and she's not that person any longer mm-hmm. heather says let's focus on jen because she's dealing with real and i wrote in all caps real problems what did you make of her saying all this she said something like oh this truth uh seeker that's not real like what are you talking about because okay. it it seemed like Whitney was super hurt when she said like, oh, wow. Like as soon as she said that Jen is dealing with real problems, Whitney was like, it was, it was just like a punch to the gut. She was like, like her, my problem was not real. Exactly. Is my trauma not real. Um, They're what? Second cousins? I, I don't know. There's why. something cousins. There's something cousins. But oh my God. I think it's funny because like Lisa and Meredith, this part kind of got me because I was like, do you guys not see that Whitney's like using whatever she's going through to justify her like spreading the rumor about Lisa? Which to me, I'm like, what does it matter that you knew that about Lisa? Lisa doesn't know you know that. So move on. Like Lisa doesn't even know that that's being circulated. Like she, she doesn't fucking know. So why and, bring it up? And you know what this reminds you of? It reminds you of, I hate to talk about them, but it reminds you of Teddy with Vanderpump and how they basically set up Dory and the dog. It was like Teddy was guilty and then she backed out. And I feel like this is the same thing. Whitney was guilty. Mm-hmm. She was talking shit. And then all of a sudden she's like, my conscience, it just, it didn't, it didn't let me, like I couldn't do it. And somehow Lisa's like praising her. She's like, I'm glad you talk shit. And now you're letting me know, like, I'm glad you learned from it. But it's when- like, no, what? When okay, I in my perspective, it doesn't even seem like Whitney was talking shit. It seemed like that Angie lady told <laughs> Whitney and Queen, Heather. We stayed Angie in this house. Heather wasn't even fucking paying attention, and Whitney, for some reason, is like now acting like she needs to go be the messenger when Angie told you 
you didn't tell anybody, but now you're telling Lisa. Like, who cares? Because also, surprisingly, a lot of people were agreeing at the fact uh, that Whitney was saying, you guys come to me and you guys spill the tea to me and you give me all the info and you want me to say it on camera. Like, you guys want me to be the messenger. No and I'm like, really? Because I don't get that. Maybe because you're easy to puppeteer. I'm sorry. She very much is. And then when she was like, I just had an epiphany. Like, I've let people like walk all over me. I, and, you know, and I'm mm. like, Miss Girl, you're still kind of doing that because like now you're going to be Lisa's bitch. So. Exactly. There you ding, ding, ding. <laughs> ding, ding, um, ding. To wrap, <clears throat> excuse me, going to puberty. Um, to wrap up this show, uh, Meredith pulls out her gifts. They're back at the house. She, you know, she gives an FBI hat. Okay, as much as I stand Meredith, I can see why people don't like her because I could see how these like situations and little things she does could be seen as fucking annoying. But you know, I stand her. So like with the disengaging shirts or something. Exactly. Yeah. Um, they talk about Jen and Meredith. The lawyer breaks it all down. Uh, she says, you know, X, Y, and Z. She comes out with percentage. She's like, you know, the law and percentages are not looking great for her, but uh, we hope the best for Jen. And that's basically where the episode ends. What did you make of the last scene with their gifts and talking about Jen? I felt like it was nice. It's nice to see them kind of all together, even though Whitney and Heather are in a bad place. And part of me knows that this is the beginning of the end. For sure. Like, it kind of reminds me of that one season of Atlanta where they all went to go um, support Nini at the beginning of the season in Miami. And then by the end of the season, Nini was talking to none of them. Exactly. Like, mm, are we not going to have sisterhood? <laughs> <laughs> sisterhood means nothing in Salt Lake City. But a uh, great show. I like the momentum. It's it's every week it's they a bring good it. Pace. Exactly. Like, I felt like second season... I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I didn't watch a lot of second season. I didn't really. I was born. I was born out of my mind with second season. Even with the Jen Shaw thing of it all, I was born out of my mind. I mean, in retrospect, yeah, that season is nothing compared to this. Compared so, to this one, yeah, it is what it is. Moving on to, I you know would have to say the best franchise there is Potomac episode one episode. episode they just keep bringing, and I will my die queen. on this hill. They're the best franchise. I mean, what can we recap before we get into this? What has happened? I mean, Ashley's getting a divorce. Sharice is back. Katie was back for an episode. Um, Karen and Giselle are getting along. They're besties all of a sudden. Um, Robin and Candace are besties, apparently, too. I'm this is where <laughs> this is where I need to go on Instagram and unfollow Robin. Robin, what are you doing? Uh, I digress. <laughs> Let's get started. So Giselle tells Candace they're at Ashley's TikTok dance uh class. And Giselle sits Candace down. And she tells her, you know what? This was there was an incident where Chris made me feel uncomfortable when we were together. Basically, the reunion, because you know, they can't break the fourth wall. She's like, yeah. actually, she did break the fourth wall. She's like, when she we did. were at the reunion. Because she Chris... even broke it with Robin when she was like at the reunion. This happened. <laughs> exactly. Which is iconic. I, I'm stupid and I love dumb shit like that when they break the fourth wall. Which is why Potomac is the best franchise. There it is. Um, she basically tells Candace that Chris made her feel uncomfortable because, you know, she She's in a room, a closed door, in a hotel room with a married man. <laughs> and I just know you're going to have lots of thoughts, but we'll save it to the end. Um, okay. Candace storms off. She pops off at a producer. She breaks the fourth wall. And of course, she has to do the most. You know, I just fucking hate her. Just kidding. I love her. Um, She's like, leave this moment in. Leave it in. I'm done. And she walks out. I mean, the one thing that I will say about her is that she said, and I quote, I say true things. And this is referring to people's husbands. This is referring to everything. She speaks facts. And I hate to go there, but was it a fact when you called Ashley a slave and a cockroach? Tell me, was that a fact? 
Anyways, I'll it. get off my soapbox. Danielle, what did you make of that? Um, it was a very dramatic moment for sure. Um, okay. I mean, tell me how you feel really about the whole Chris Ashley DM because I don't want to. In- okay, with the Chris Ashley DM, Chris Bassett has never striked me as the type to to do it like in a flirty way like i doubt he was you know searching her up and being like let me see what ashley's doing you know like (laughs) i don't think that that was that chris has always struck me as very brotherly towards the other ladies like he cooks for them he invites them over to his house i think he's the one with the most connection to all the ladies when it comes to making sure that you know there's there's boundaries like i don't think i've ever got in that impression from him so the ashley dm i think being ashley like not having a relationship with candace it would seem odd but once robin logically steps in oh no he's the manager there it's like oh okay so then it wasn't that way and then you can easily see it as that right yeah the giselle of it all i don't want to invalidate what she's saying but You're like, Why? I don't want to invalidate, but it's bullshit. No, I get what you're saying. I will say because with the no, whole... he could have made her uncomfortable. He could, she could very well. No one can tell you what makes you comfortable and uncomfortable. Like, no one can tell you that. I just, the timing of it all seems a little sketch. But Giselle, again, is not the best. She'd never, she doesn't really have the best delivery. So I think she could have shared it a different way. I'll just say with the whole Giselle thing, like you said, no one can tell her how she felt in that moment. Exactly is the timing and the delivery a little bit like shady yeah for sure um with ashley i will say is in my honest opinion even though i can't stand the bassets do i think that he's creepy no No. do i think that he was trying to do something with ashley in a creepy way no the only thing i will say that i guess in her defense is because like you said candace and ashley don't have a relationship they don't Mm -hmm. have a friendship it's actually like known that they hate each other why would you think it's cool or okay to message her to me it's like yeah one it's fake because it's like you know we don't fuck with each other two if your wife isn't there what makes you think i would want to be there even though yes because my sister was saying that basically it's like not cloud chasing but you know because she's on the show because if she were to go there it would attract people it would bring people in which is what what yeah it would like bring in a crowd it would just you know he's trying to have a good time whatever bring in the business but even that to me is fake so is it creepy no is it like is it bullshit is it fake yes yeah no that was a little weird i was like chris like you really like as a man you have to think how some of this is going to be seen you know so it was like why would you dm ashley but (sighs) i did like i will say i did like that ashley told candace because then you never know how something can be misconstrued exactly so i like that she told candace i'm glad candace didn't like pop off and be like why she tell like who are you to tell me you know I was happy with the way that was delivered. And I think because of on top of that, now Giselle's coming out with this. I think Candace got easily triggered like, oh, now all of a sudden my husband's making all of you uncomfortable, but you guys didn't, you know? So I think yeah, it's a lot to t- I could see lot. where like it's a lot to take in. So obviously she's going to become defensive and yes. because she knows her husband. She knows her man. She knows in her eyes. She knows that this is something that he would never do. So it's a lot. I will briefly go back to the the. Karen spring off taco Mexican lunch dinner whatever party <laughs> yeah Giselle you brought up delivery 
Giselle, this as soon as Mia popped up, she was like, "So this is what cancer, not cancer, looks like." Like, ma'am, oh I know why you're on you reality like TV, but why would you say that? That's so ignorant like, and you insensitive. Guys, it's obvious they all have doubts about what Mia was sharing, but like, why did you say it like that? Like, I would have said it like, Mia, like I was concerned about your post. So what's the tea? Like, what's the update? Exactly. What's well, happening? Because I, I guess that's concerned. too much to ask for from Giselle Bryant. From Giselle. So Wendy tells the girls about her opening of the restaurant slash lounge with none other than Peter Thomas. We don't need to talk about him because no, uh, she got on her high horse for a bit. Uh, this is at the dance party, whatever dance class. And she basically tells the girls, you know what? Like the way you guys were coming at it was shady. Like I have a friend who recently just passed because of cancer. So just give her the benefit of the doubt. Oh, my God. And while this is happening, Giselle and Mia go talk through their issues. I won't talk about that too much because they made up, they hugged, they kissed, whatever. Life goes on. Robin didn't like Wendy's. Uh, I mean, Robin didn't like how Wendy said she approached her. Uh, it was a mess. Do you think Wendy was right in saying that Robin was popping off? She was being aggressive. There was a lot of aggression. Or are you more on Robin's side? I'm more on Robin's side, but I was a little confused by Robin's like zero to 100 attitude. Like I was a little bit like, wait, why, like, why are we popping off? But then I recalled Robin did say like she was frustrated that all the ladies didn't pipe in during that Mia thing to say like, no, we were saying that too. We were saying that too. Like they kind of just made it seem like it was just Robin and Giselle when it's like, no, you guys all said that you don't believe her. So why is it just Robin and Giselle? Like always like, yeah, they say the dumbest shit sometimes, but like, (laughs) why are you only blaming it on them? You guys all had something to say. So I, I was confused by the zero to 100, but I'm on team Robin. Because it I was ended just up, like, let's be honest. It ended up being warranted because we got a hot mic moment. We um, got a hot mic moment. Yep. Wendy tells Robin to stand on her truth, stand in her truth. You know, you, believe it, believe it. You're saying it, believe it, stand in it, whatever, whatever. Ten toes down. Like Wendy, she's so rehearsed. I just, I think she's so fake. Um, and then Very she, says rehearsed. That, she says that Robin called her a liar, but she didn't. Robin then invites everyone for a family fun day, except for Wendy. Um, was this messed up or was this like, was this warranted? Like you deserve it basically. That was a little, like it was a little bit of a mean girl moment. Cause what do Wendy's kids have to blame for their mother? You know, but I mean, why would Robin invite you if you just insulted her? No. Yeah. it. <laughs> I definitely, it didn't feel good watching that. I'm like, I'm not even a, a Wendy stand, but that was messed up. Like, ma'am, you couldn't have waited five minutes later and send it a group chat without her i don't know it was just like or told her hey because we're arguing you know i'm not gonna invite you but she said it in a it was just i didn't like the energy that Robin very was catty very mean girl like where what are your kids oh no mia you know what bring your baby like what <laughs> literally you, what, she would no she went down Ashley's one by kids, one if she would have just done mia because mia's kids are close in age to robin's because wendy's are close in age to Robin's, but not that not that much like me. Like Ashley's kids are babies. Do they but really need to be like, out of a field your day? Kids are they on spring break? Are your her kids don't even go to school, bitch? Like <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Ugh. And of course, after that, Wendy's hot mic moment. So a producer basically asks Wendy, "Hey, so what's up with you and Mia?" And she's like, "Besides me and Karen, no one's really understanding her. No one's giving her the benefit of the doubt." Um. But it's okay. She's lying. We all know she's lying anyway, so it doesn't matter. Oh, wait, my mic. Um, Can you guys take my mic off? Ma'am, four Ooh. degrees and you don't have common sense to turn off your mic. Four degrees and you just came across as a hypocrite, liar, fake, and shady. This did not do Wendy any favors and 
good luck with the fans because, ma'am. That was a little embarrassing. I'm going to be honest with you. I was like, oh. I'm like the woman who was telling somebody else, stand in your truth, live in your truth. A fucking irony. Anyway, now it looks even worse on you. (laughs) Exactly. Candace takes her shot because she's freezing her eggs. And that's all I have on that. I mean, what are your thoughts Um, on that? I actually was going to ask you because I know we've had a whole conversation about, you know, Candace's motherhood journey. And I'm ready to see baby Candace's. I am. I think motherhood would really mellow her out. I'm ready to see Candace not be a baby. That's what I'm ready to see. (laughs) (laughs) No, BS aside, I'm, I don't know, I guess I'm excited for her. Um, You know, people, I feel like they say, you know, when you want to be a parent. That's the thing, though. I feel like she doesn't know yet. She's like. I wonder if she thinks it's almost like expected of her. Like, oh, my next thing is to be a mom. Like, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot going on with her career and her, you know, journey of being a mother. All I can say is, you know, hope for the best. Tea, it is what it is. I guess. Karen and Ray get manicures and she says she doesn't do she didn't do the dance class because she had a fever, which Robin kind of hinted at uh, when Ashley told him, oh, Karen's not coming because she had a fever. But basically was like, is it because Sharice is here? Did she have a fever or is she just avoiding Sharice? I think she's avoiding Sharice. Yeah, but like, is it because of what Cherie said at what? When's the last time that we saw her? Season three, Blue Eyes. Is it that? Like, is it really that? Like, or is Cherie's gonna share something else? Well, allegedly, Cherie has more tea on her that she's ready to drop. So, can't wait for that. Uh, the takedown of the Grand Dom, I guess. Um, I'm sorry, there's like a giant car. Like, get out of here. We get it. You have a small penis. Well, we didn't hear an RN, so that's great. Um, where did it go? Uh, Karen. Anyway, so they're getting manicures, and they talk about Karen's appearance because she's getting work done, and she, you know, she calls it taking care of herself as um, her boobs go. And um, one thing that I did find weird, it struck it struck me as odd, was she says in our marriage, you said I could have eye candy. Like, I don't know if it's Karen's extraness or like what the fuck does that mean? Like, like damn, what do you mean? Like, you're not beating any rumors, girl. <laughs> like. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna believe you don't have a boyfriend now. And that's <laughs> what I mean. Like, why would you say, you know, I can have I can't like, like is this an ma'am. open relationship? Is this She's an open marriage? So extra exactly. Ashley and her brother go see a potential house for her and her kids since you know Michael and her are divorcing. She cries because her marriage is ending, and this is a big step for her. Um, I know you have lots of thoughts about Michael. Um, what are your thoughts on the fact that she is buying a house with her soon-to-be ex-husband? I just feel like I never liked him and I feel like he's going to hold this over her head and I get it. Like he's helping her budget, but like at what cost Ashley, at what cost are you still going to be tied to this gremlin other than my children? (laughs) But I'm so, when we got the news that she was getting a divorce, you don't even know. I was like Candace 2.0. I was like, I'm excited to see life without this ass grabbing gremlin. Like, thank you, Jesus. The only thing I'll say is, Obviously, I'm Ashley sent. I don't give a fuck about Michael if he's in the picture or not. So hopefully she's not like you said, there's not a lot of issues because if they are buying the house together, because let's be honest, the way I see it, Michael is, I don't think, I mean, I don't know. He's in surprises. I don't think he would do something evil to his kids by him. Because a lot of people on True. Twitter were saying like, yes, uh, play his ass, play his ass. But I'm like, I don't think it's playing his ass considering that's Michael's kids. Like if like I got a divorce, from, a home exactly. Yeah. Like he's not thinking about Ashley, really. He's, yeah. you know, taking his kids into consideration so get a big house 
live your best single life um and stay away from that guy luke because i haven't heard great things about him like what i think do you he, mean? he recently just touched someone or was making girls feel uncomfortable on that show's uh winter house so i'm like is this the same guy that you guys want ashley to be with no ma'am she already dealt with no, someone ma'am. touching somebody else inappropriate we don't need another person doing that we don't need another michael 2.0 i'm like let me move to maryland and see how that works out stop you're gonna be a house husband i need to slide see into Louise. those dms since you know she's used to that happening uh we're about to see Luis. we finally get to see robin and juan's house robin brings up the idea of getting a prenup my question is who makes more money does he as a coach or does she as a housewife and a owner of what is it? Um, embellished. Bedazzled hats. Oh, embellished. <laughs> Bedazzled. Well, get up, Charlie. Sorry. Sorry, you guys. You're going to hear my dog crying because he wants to get up on my bed, but he has a bed back. Get up. It's the old age. Poor little dog. Stop. Starts crying right now. Is it not? Anyway. <laughs> yes. No. Okay. I think she makes more money as a housewife. What does he do? He's isn't he isn't he like a basketball coach for college students or something? But is he like a big time basketball coach? I mean, what? we need to hit up uh, Coach Sean. Ask him how much they make at a university because I have no idea. <laughs> Last no, thing I'll no, say I'm... on that is anytime Robin brings up the infidelity, Juan gets triggered. Which, like, sir, this is why we don't cheat in the first place. Like, anytime she's talked about it in seasons past, she's like, "Well, you did cheat, and we're not going to do this. We're not going to do this, Robin. Stop. We're not going to do this." Well, no, I kind of I'm on his side about that because you, you agreed to marry him. this man again. You agreed to marry this man again. You agreed to yes, marry him. I guess. So like at some point, is he forgiven or not? Because if he's not, True. then marry him. True. I'm sorry. You guys went to therapy for what? You guys, you guys, what? Let's be honest. I went to like two therapy sessions for the scenes and then they never went back. Stop, and then they never went back. Wendy's losing <laughs> Wendy's losing her hair. Um, she needs to have a Porsche because ma'am, all that stress is getting to her. Uh the the doctor says it's related to stress, she's doing too much. And then the doctor tells her you can get treatment, but you might grow facial hair. Um yeah, Wendy needs to slow it down. She's doing a lot. She Professor, does. political commentator, you know, what is it? You know, I don't know how to pronounce it, but her candle line, and now she's uh, trying to open up a restaurant with Peter of all people. With Peter, I kind of don't believe the whole restaurant thing. I'm gonna be honest. Storyline. It's giving Ramona Singer. It's giving. Well, no, you don't understand that reference because you never watched. No, I don't speak of that woman. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, which are you excited as someone who watches or watched? I don't know how you keep them grony, but you excited for a new the new face? I am. I am excited. I felt like old New York got a little stale, and I know a lot of people were like, "It's because Bethany left." It's not that it's because Bethany left. It's because they let Bethany leave, but then never found somebody who could be the Bethany in the group now. So then they never balance out the they try to bring in someone young, Leah, when there's no other young lady in the group. They're all middle aged. Because I know and, these bitches got a lot to say about my girl Ebony on their podcast and on their fucking oh, YouTube pages. And I'm like, just and then of course, tell me your races without Ebony. saying your races. They brought in Ebony. And it was like, not you guys bringing an intellectual like being into this group. That's like, yeah, it was not about that life. And it was never no going to work gonna out. Take her serious. It's never going to work out. And they brought in Ebony and Leah when they don't mesh with it. Like it, there was just a lot of problems with old New York. And I'm excited for the new ladies because 
Number one, it shows a true reflection of how New York City is. It's not just old white women, you know. I was going to say, and like, someone who's never been there, I'm sure there's nothing but old white bitches. Like, let's be honest. Come Mood. on now. No, well, New York is an eclectic city. Okay. Including and I feel like- uh, rats. Like, where are the rats? You guys need to show <laughs> oh. that. So I'm excited. I'm excited because then also, like, it's a new generation. And I mean, at some point, I hate to say it, but like, when are they going to do that with all the other cities? I was going to say, yeah, I think it. I think it's hard for people because obviously people don't like change, especially when because these people like if they're any if they're Bravo fans the way I am, they'll rewatch a season like 100 times. Mm-hmm. And so they love, you know, the references, the ladies, they, yes. they, they like what they're familiar with. And so, you know, by having a whole group of ladies, a fresh face, be new, be yeah. different, they're going to hate on it. But I'm excited. We'll see what they're going to bring. It's almost kind of like, well, am I going to get these authentic ladies? Are they going to be putting it on for the camera? Because I feel like that's what I miss about old housewives in general, like pre-social media boom housewives, is that these ladies didn't care. Like, and then social media happened. Me sounding like a fucking boomer right now, but it's like, then social media happened and they actually cared about what people were going to say about them. Like, I want to see whether you're a bitch or not. Like, my only issue with it is like, why have a new New York and then a legacy New York? Like, just say you didn't want to give, just just say you didn't want these racist ladies to, like, like be held accountable. I mean, like, yeah, I think that's the biggest issue that I have with it is that they're still giving up. Like, it's, because let's be honest, I think a lot of people are saying that they don't want to fire Ebony. And so by just letting her go and still continuing on with the rest of these ladies, Mm-hmm. Like it's an issue and it's all, it's a lot. Yeah. Fuck, um, am I gonna be watching Legacy? Probably not. <laughs> it is what it is. But with Potomac, moving on more important things, yes. uh, Robin and Mia meet up. <laughs> Mia clears things up and they get to a better space. Then they discuss Giselle and Candace of it all. Mia says that she also has something to add. Apparently, Chris <laughs> was staring her up and down, but shout out to producers and production because he was in fact not staring her down and not only did they show one scene but two scenes and it was like ma'am he wasn't staring Mia I love her because she's messy but when it comes to something like this like ma'am you can't be accusing people without having like concrete evidence evidence. yeah Mia Mia do better and it's almost like I think I saw a tweet and I think it was from Chris himself where it was like I was blaming production but now after seeing this episode it's almost like these ladies just in general wanted to like pull shit out of their ass. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I mean, I hate to agree with you, but that's true. Like, damn. That's Mia, sorry. get I don't it know. together. God damn it, Mia. Karen and Giselle <laughs> meet up and they discuss the Chris situation. Chris and Candace go out for lunch and they meet up with Robin. And Chris says that he was initially angry when he first heard it. Now he's just annoyed. Um, mm-hmm. Giselle says that he... Uh, she he, she says that he, um, let me get this straight I'm jumbling words so Giselle says that he Chris. insisted in going into the room and then he said that she insisted in going to the room who's lying I feel like they both neither one of them I feel like they both have their own sides like they probably both thought the other one was like yeah no let's go talk but I'm like what did you guys do? that's where I'm confused what did you need to talk about and that's where is it because he was upset at the reunion? I think so. And I think that's what I get. I don't want to say it works in her favor, but it's more of a reason on like it makes me want to be more on her side because one, why do you need to discuss your wife to Giselle? Two, why do you need to be 
like why couldn't you just say whatever you had to say in that moment like were you were they gonna like were they on break like it just doesn't make sense to me like what the hell no, are you trying to then, talk about like the cal of it all when it's like you know and cal said just i don't like that that he tried to go in your room he knew i was gone because i said bye what does that matter <laughs> what does that matter oh, and then that's God. another thing why are you guys already jumping to conclusions being like let's leave the door open because we don't want any rumors out like you're thinking too highly of yourself they, and they were both doing that like, like they both i don't know i guess it's in different. general you're both thinking too highly of yourselves to think that anyone would even give a fuck like what i'm confused it's just the situation is murky it's it's like i don't know what to believe but giselle says that she feels uncomfortable because you know he's a married man already said Mm -hmm. this chris is that he's the one chris then makes a good point i will say that he tells the ladies he tells robin and candace you know what she's the one who's always talking about my penis so where like the line in the sand it's drawn where it's crossing i mean that's i felt like he just brought that that's like I don't know. I feel like people are, I don't know if this is going to sound bad, but it's like, that's kind of like someone saying like, oh, well, how much did you drink? True. No, as soon as you, as soon as I said it, I did kind of hear because it is, it's almost like he, not that. Like I agreed with it because it's true. She does like objectify him a lot, but. Because it's almost like saying, and maybe it could be totally wrong and not make sense by saying this, but it's almost like when people say, well, what was she wearing? Or. And I was like, like, she shouldn't be objectifying you. Yeah, of course. But you've never expressed discomfort either. Like. Yeah, I'm like, so now it offends you now that like now all of a sudden it offends you. Yeah. And then like, oh my God, it's just a lot. And I'm almost like to the point where it's like, who gives a fuck? You guys were both just in a room like talking about something harmless. Like, why are you both trying to like now it's making me think, did you both have bad intentions going into a room? I know. Why is I like why is either one of you even giving this the light of day? Like, what does it matter? Like, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, back to the lunch, Ashley or Robin brings up Ashley's DM. And I will say that Chris, somebody retweeted, of course, I'm not following his ass. He tweeted saying something like, oh, production is shady um, because the the post that I responded to wasn't even that one. Because, you know, they showed us a picture or a video of yeah. Ashley and her friend. He says that it was of actually a picture or video of him and Robin. And I'm like, one thing that I've learned from TV and houses is you never blame production because it doesn't go well over for you so yeah I'm, I'm curious as to what if they even bring up the, the fact that he said oh production is shady because that's T. not even the dm that i responded to in general i just don't like when people blame editing like i'm just like well i'm sorry like you must have said something <laughs> to i just don't like it when people blame editing just like take accountability you send the dm who cares yeah it's it's a lot. Um, Robin says that she doesn't agree with them. And pe- people were saying that this is going to be the the breaking down, dissolution, whatever it is, of the Green Egg Bandits. I don't think so. No? No. They were still <laughs> friends at freaking BravoCon. I honestly think, like, people swear, like, isn't this what you guys wanted Robin to do all along? Is hold Giselle accountable? She's doing it over and over. And you guys are like, oh, my God, she's such a bad friend. How's she a bad friend? She's holding her accountable. You can never win. You can never win. You can never win. <laughs> uh, to wrap it up, Candace asks, if she was uncomfortable with Chris, why was she so friendly with him at the spring event? T. And I have to agree with her. Yeah. But again, it's no. like you can't. 
And maybe in her mind, she was thinking, I'm not going to make a scene. This is not the time and place. I can't do it here. I just got to put on a brave face and push through it. But hey, to each zero and everyone's going to feel how they feel. It is what it is. And I'll end it with this because I can't stand him. Is Chris creepy? (laughs) No. But does Chris put on a black scent when he speaks to everyone? Um, I'll let you, the listeners, decide. Like, I can't be the only one who hears this. Like, when he's around Ray or when he was around the other Chris... Like, where are you from? Why do you speak in that manner, in that tone, with that affectation? And just the way he speaks, I don't know. It's shady to me. I just always took it as them being in the South. Is it? Is it that? I mean, I don't know. I'm from Southern California. I don't know. I hate you. <laughs> no, I've never really, I've never really, like, Because let's be honest, it. I don't think I ever even acknowledged it until I saw, like, TikToks and Twitter say, you know, those things. And these I'm are black people Housewife. saying it, so. I'm not on Housewife TikTok. Look at that. I mean, wow, fake fan. Just kidding. <laughs> it is what it is. You guys, we're going to wrap this up because it's we've been recording for forever now. But uh, hopefully you guys enjoy your presence. Hopefully you guys enjoy the fact that we're back. There's so much to talk about. I just know both shows are going to bring it this season. So I'm excited. Um, I was going to say something to you, actually. Another update about my life. Um, I've been watching Dancing with the Stars, Louise. Dancing with, with the your, stars with your bestie Tyra. And I remember <laughs> oh, no. before we took a break, Luis, before we took a break, like a long as ago, like last summer, we talked about how, oh my gosh, like why are people hating on Tyra? Like, who cares if Tom Bergeron got fired and she got hired for his job? Like, that's not her fault. And I remember thinking, like, the hate is kind of like outrageous. Like, why are people hating on Tyra? Like, what can she be doing? Luis. Oh, my God. No. Am I going to cry as a Tyra I stand? hate to say this. She's not a good host. Oh, no. <laughs> Is most of the hate warranted? No. But sometimes I cringe. I cringe. Okay. Before you continue, I was going to say that because I I do get TikToks and I do follow. Like, I follow Shangela, yes. obviously, on Twitter. So I do see clips oh, of her. I'm rooting for Shangela. And she's, yeah. Is she an amazing, iconic person? Yes. Is she a great host? No. I've seen clips. She's not. She's um, also, I think it's because it's live. Like, Obviously, on America's Next Top Model, it's like she was cringe, but she didn't have to ad lib like she has to on Dancing with the Stars. And like, like she says the cringiest thing. Didn't she just I mean, eat a piece of chicken off of Shangela's? She did. And it's almost like not the time or place. Like, Miss Girl, what? Okay. There was one time, Louise, I just, I almost had to turn it off and just look away because I was like, Tyra, why the fuck did you have to go and do that? So it was when the hurricanes happened in Puerto Rico. And Alfonso Ribeiro is like, oh, voting is now open in. U.S., Canada, and parts of Puerto Rico. She literally, like, he hasn't even finished saying Puerto Rico. And she's already like, our hearts are with you, Puerto Rico. And I'm like, crickets? Like, (laughs) read the room. Like, number one, they didn't have electricity, girl. So what? And I think there's just times where, like, the judges are talking, and she thinks that she can give her critique. And I'm like, nobody's asking for your critique right now. Or she she thinks she can give her opinion and she has to be like, that 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 love that you guys were were saying right there, I could feel it. The room could feel it. Like I'm so proud of you. Like we could feel it. And I'm like, like, move along. Like just tell them, go get your scores. Or I think the cringiest part you probably saw it on TikTok was when Courtney Kardashian was in the ballroom and she messes up travis barker's son's name because he's dating charlie d'amelio she messes up his name or just in general she like brought up the fact that they were in the ballroom 
And then you visibly see Dixie D'Amelio like at the t- at the table with them, and she doesn't name Dixie D'Amelio. Um, and it was so you- cringy, and it was like, oh gosh. But then there's times where I'm just like, just read what's on the prompter. I've noticed though, she blames a lot on like the fact that she's like, oh, I just can't hear them in my ear, and it's like, who cares? You're a host, like you don't have. <laughs> you know to tell what I? You know what happening. I think it is? It's the fact that she's still stuck in her tyra the tyra show and america's next top model hosting yes she like that fandom and her audience in that studio and that world were different and so like you said you know having the teleprompter having it be live having it you know have to ad lib you have to improvise you know and i get that so i i totally get that part and i'm just like honestly if you mess up how the fuck do we know that you messed up we only know you messed up because now you're telling us exactly and so i was like damn these tweets like these people are haters like for real like come on tyra can't be that bad but let me guess you're like nope out get out (laughs) oh no tyra get it together i'm glad that they added alfonso because i feel like that's what she needed is a co-host because to do it all yourself it's probably hard like you have to you have to now interview them and ask them how they feel about their scores oh but now you have to introduce the next dance so i'm glad that they gave her alfonso because he's good at improvising so he can take care of that and meanwhile she can do her hosting gig down in the ballroom and making sure like okay are you ready like how did you feel about that dance perfect okay let's get your scores you know like so i feel like that helps her a lot too there was this one time though she was like hyping up Vinny from Jersey Shore. And I thought it was so funny because she's like acting studios, producers, please take note. Like Vinny's ready to get. Oh my. You know what? I, I don't know what it is. Like, I love her. I don't need to say I keep repeating it, but I don't I know what her. it is. It's, she's not. Yeah, I've seen the clip. She's not a great host. She's, and she's you know what funny. the sad part is, is that, you know, the viewers, the haters, they had to put up with it because isn't she like the executive producer of the show now? I think like I think she like has a stake in the show now. So it's like, yeah, so she's not going anywhere. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Sorry. No, but <laughs> other than that, uh, I am rooting. I'm rooting for Shangela. I wanted to tell you because I was like, oh my God, I wonder if Lisa's is a Shangela fan. So I'm rooting for Shangela. I will say now she's not going to win. Just like was it last season? No. Jojo Siwa should have won. She's Jojo they... Siwa should not should have won. Like, no, really? No. I, I saw a lot of people I'm... being like she deserved it. I'm a big supporter in I don't care if you have a dance background, but like if Charlie D'Amelio wins, I will literally like riot. Like Miss Girl, I saw, I saw on TikTok her uh, the Simpsons dance. That was all right. It was- that was good. Oh, because then she on top of that she has Mark Ballas, and Mark Ballas is like a great choreographer. Like I feel like she lucked out because he has great choreography, so that helps her a lot too. Hello, I want Shangela to win, but I feel like the judges are so biased. And they underscore a lot of people. Besides, but not Heidi D'Amelio. Heidi D'Amelio, she's not good. I'm going to be honest with you. I was going to say, she's her mom good. and the, the mom and daughter are, are still there, right? Yeah. How is the mom still there? The mo- And, like, they overscore her. Like, how has Shangela not gotten a 10, but Heidi D'Amelio has? Okay, that, that's how I know. I'm not watching because I don't keep up with it like that. But uh, that's how I know it's bullshit and it's fake. Uh, <laughs> you're rude. giving this lady and she's Shangela not, honestly, she's dancer. very like, come stiff. on now. And like they'll be like, oh my god, it was so lyrical. And I'm like, just say you're hyping her up because she's Charlie's mom. <laughs> like, just say oh, you're hyping her up. She's what Charlie's about mom. uh what about Jordan Sparks? Isn't she on it? How is she doing? <gasps> she's good. Another one that they're underscoring. Like, I feel like Jordan and Shangela are so good. Vinny from Jersey Shore is only still there because of his fans. He's a bad dancer. I'm gonna be honest with you. Is he having fun? Yes. 
but he's a bad dancer. I was going to say, this is Very definitely, bad. it's not a dance competition. It's a popularity. It's a popularity It's like rigged. I don't want to say it, but I got to say, like, it's not. What I do like. I don't like, think the voting has anything to do with who wins. Let's be honest. What I do like, though, is that now the judges get to, from the bottom two, get to choose who gets to stay. So I'm like, oh, okay, perfect. Because the judges, but then again, the judges can be biased. So. Wait, can we talk about how I it was just music to my ears when my favorite housewife, Teresa Judice, got to home like episode two or something like that? Okay, Melissa Stan, calm down. At least listen, she's on the show. Listen, I'm ready for Melissa to somehow get too. on that show and make it to fucking episode three and already, you know, be the queen of dancing with stars. She was a very bad dancer. She was just very stiff. She had like no sense. She had like no sense of rhythm. But no I do sense like her of partner. rhythm. No brain cells. No common sense. Like Teresa's missing a lot of things. Stop! Stop! <laughs> I'm a Teresa Stan. Stop! I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I can't wait to recap that season. I'm oh, a Trey God. hugger. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm a what is it? Uh, I'm a jack o' lantern. Anyways, we're just rambling. You guys, <laughs> I'm excited to be back. Thank you guys for tuning in, Daniela. Any final words? No, just thank you, you know, for sticking with us in our on and off, <laughs> our on and off uh, relationship. Will this episode make it? Uh, Fingers crossed. Does it make it to air? Hopefully. Are we going to be back? Crossed. Hopefully. You guys, this has been great. We're going to catch you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.